Welcome to Pressing Buttons, a podcast about video games. In today's episode, Nick and I discuss the Street Fighter VI Showcase. We also discuss the new PlayStation acquisition, Honkai Star Rail, and more. Enjoy the show! Hello, and welcome to Pressing Buttons. I'm Hugo. I'm Nick. Uh, it's another great week, another great episode coming at you, episode 62. Yeah. That's, that feels right. Yeah. I, I always forget, especially because we just, you know, we're in, in a new area. We're in the lounge area. Like, <laughs> well, we're not in the lounge, but we're in the living room area. The pressing buttons lounge. Yeah. We've done a little bit of, uh, you know, moving around. We're still kind of figuring it out, uh, doing some movement. So we'll see how this works out. If it's good, we'll keep it. If it's not, we'll fix it. That's that's true. That, that's, yeah. how, that's, how, that's how things work, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, this this area is much more susceptible to dogs. Yeah, just dogs. invading the recording. So, so if you hear, you've been some, warned. Yeah, if you hear some dogs, or if you just see some dogs, if you're watching this on YouTube, just see some dogs flying in front of you. Don't be alarmed. Those are our furry friends. Uh, nothing but fur uh, podcast guys. Uh, they they just like to roam while we do our shit. So you know, it gets the numbers up. So that's good too. There you go. People love animal content. <laughs> All right. Uh, not much to, to housekeep, so we're just going to dig right into some video game news. First uh, one we want to talk about is obviously Street Fighter Six. They had a big showcase hosted by none other than Little Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which thought? I think everyone was, was fine with, but it was like a little bit of a... Yeah, like surprise. Yeah, I don't really definitely Little Wayne as being a big like FGC guy. Definitely a big like surprise announcement as as a host, but you know you you live with it. You live with Lil Wayne hosting your your Street Fighter Six showcase. Uh, In the showcase, they did do a deep dive in a lot in a lot of the modes that are going to be coming for the game. The most interesting one, obviously, is the arena uh, mode where they're going to be you're going to be able to walk around the city basically, uh, do battles with people. It has RPG elements, so you can basically like do power ups, get get items to uh, increase your power, defense, or whatever, and all that stuff. Get healing items, uh, so that that looks pretty cool. Uh, they also announced the first year DLC uh, for the characters. Uh, you're gonna have Aki, Rashid, Ed, uh, and Akuma. Hmm, I thought it was five. No, but it's four, right? It's four, yeah. Yep. Um, very interesting. I believe Aki is a new character. Mm-hmm. Rashid we've had um I've, I've only known him from Street Fighter 5 obviously he he throws his little tornado kicks right he's a tornado guy he's annoying as hell yeah dude. I think I think that was that he's was very one, fast and has annoying attacks that's one thing I I, I saw a lot of on the internet it was like fucking Rashid <laughs> yeah. I know I was surprised he was in year one but uh, we'll there's see. there's you know a few people are happy by that uh decision yeah but it looks i mean the balancing looks good so we'll, we'll see uh what the meta is when it comes out uh ed i believe we've seen before mm-hmm. uh and then obviously akuma with his now like full circle he's beard got the, he's got the white lion mane yeah the lion mane beard which just looks terrible you, but you pull it off no yeah it's like it's like a full circle beard that just looks weird yeah, I know. I'm saying you can pull it off. I can yeah. pull it off. Mean, it's, com- it's a compliment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if I can if I can grow it out that much. But it looks great. I mean, everything that they showed. Obviously, we were super excited about Street Fighter Six uh, since it was announced and us playing the beta. Uh, which they also announced uh, the beta for PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, which you can get right now, and it's going to be available for I believe the 360. Not 360. The Xbox went too far. Went too far. Uh, The One X and the One S and the 
Xbox One and PC. Yeah. No, I was trying to remember all the Xboxes. I just, because I don't have one. Nobody knows. Yeah. It's too and, hard to keep up with. And PC, so you'll be able to play it. Um, I think we're going to get a few rounds in once it's out on PC. We still want to practice. You know, I, I, I want to show Nick the little throwy bitch that he is, that he has no power over me. Okay. Yep. Well, you know, we can see that's what the game's for. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But uh, obviously, these are exciting additions to the game. Uh, they had announced it before, but, you know, they did a, a nice little in-depth look at them. Obviously, with a lot of these fighting games that they release these days, it's not just about just the 1v1 uh, fighting mechanics on it or, or whatever, or the, 1v, uh, or the 2v2 or the uh, 3v3. You also want to have... Uh, an additive so you can basically get the most you can out of the game. And I think Street Fighter is doing a really good job with the mini games, with the training tools, with the arena um, and all that stuff. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to wait, like I said, to, till the uh, PC demo comes out and then get my hands on it and see, see all that stuff that they offer. Because these weren't things that were available for the beta that we tried. So it's going to be a good new experience. Uh, what about you? What are your thoughts? Very excited. I'm in the same boat. I was almost tempted to try the demo on PlayStation just because I'm impatient, but so far I've held, I've held strong, and I'll just check it out on PC, which is on the 26th. The 26th, yes. Yeah, so it's just you know, a few more days. Uh, I mainly want to wait because my like arcade sticks and stuff are PC compatible. I don't have any... Oh, any one I don't think I, Maybe I could check that, but I don't, I don't think I have anything that's compatible with PS5, so uh i kind of need to wait just for that yeah but yeah showcase look great um very impressed by the world tour mode it seems like there's a lot of content there and and might be the biggest like single player kind of campaign or experience in a fighting game that that's ever happened so i think for me I'm, i'm really looking forward to that mode it looked like a lot of fun um and you're you're doing some actual street fighting where you're just walking I mean, the streets. I mean, I love literal names yeah. to things. So you're just street, you're, you're street fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some like hilarious clips of just like, you know, you create your own avatar and then you, you know, you go through this world and people are just like uppercutting strangers yeah. into a fight. So it's just like New York City. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess you're right. Yeah, I do that all the time. Um, no, but it looked like a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of like throwbacks and Easter eggs to... Street Fighter and Final Fight and other things. So I wonder what other types of things they'll throw in there as they build up build up that mode. Because I think they said with um at least with like the year one DLC characters, they'll also have like a corresponding content update in the world tour mode. Uh yeah, look, look great. I don't know. Did you see your uh I don't know if it was you or if it was someone in in the Discord, but someone mentioned that. There's that one character from Final Fight that's actually a Dominican. He's like from oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Dominican Republic. I think his name's like Thrash or something like that. Yeah, some some so DR he, representation. He's in there, DR representation. Especially after uh, Mena RD, Mena RD has won a couple Absolutely. of the Capcom Cups. You gotta represent. There you go. Super exciting. Yeah, that, that that was one thing that also like I thought was pretty cool that they have a lot of these throwbacks for different Capcom games that are gonna be in there. Um, Final Fight, like you said, all the Street Fighter titles. Um, just different Capcom price, uh, yeah. franchises. So it's pretty good. Uh, the support that they're showing for this, especially um, that it's not just a fighting game. I think it's really, really good. Um, also with the um, with the arena and the world tour, it's kind of cool to see it in a sense 
Because we know like Mortal Kombat's had that. I know they had like that chess thing and, and mini games and stuff like that. For what was a that while. Like, like Crypt mode? Or, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, like, I so, think a lot of people didn't really love it, but I actually had a good time with that. Yeah, so like those different type of modes, it, it you know enhances the game obviously because you're doing much more than just the, the fighting. So I think that's pretty good. And it's a good, um, I think it's like a good motivation for for people to to do it to get certain stuff whether it's cosmetics or just training or anything like that mm-hmm. and i'm excited for the training mode uh just to kind of learn the moves i know that they're really working hard on it because it's they're trying to make this one the most accessible street fighter as well yeah for sure all right and the next thing we want to talk about is playstation acquiring firewalk studios they're developing a triple a AAA multiplayer game firewalk studios consist of pr- uh, previous devs that worked on uh, halo i believe and also uh, destiny and call of duty um obviously we like to talk a lot about studios acquiring studios i think uh, a lot of our early episodes were just that last year because it, went, it was it was elden ring and then acquisitions yeah. and then so definitely definitely a lot of money being thrown around and money keeps getting thrown around Obviously, with Sony uh, pushing to to have more live service games, this definitely is a, a step up. And they've worked with Firewalk uh, Studios for a bit. Um, and it's just continued the, the relationship. I know um, they have a really big push, especially this year with a lot of live service games. Uh, the acquisition of Bungie from, from last year rolling into this year and all the other studios that they're trying to do. The Horizon multiplayer game that's getting released. Gorilla's working on a bunch of things. So it's definitely... Uh, uh, Plus, on their end, obviously, Sony only really acquires studios at which I feel like they're confident in. Um, so you can only hope that they're, they're going to be working on something great and that they get more info soon. Any thoughts on this acquisition? No, I mean, they must have seen something from Firewalk that got them excited and, and want to acquire them. Uh which is interesting because we're seeing, like in the last several months, we're seeing this trend in a lot of live service games and then multiplayer-centric games getting shut down, basically, and and Sony's basically going in the opposite. You yeah. know, they're 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 just continuing to lean in on their strategy of acquiring more studios and increasingly more of them spending time on creating live service games. So, so I keep quoting the. I think this goes back to almost a year ago. When they said something about 15 live service games launched by, was it 2025? Yeah, 2025. Something like that. So it's like unclear whether this was part of that plan or if this is above and beyond, like an incremental, you know, titles above and beyond that after acquiring the studio. But um, that was kind of like my key takeaway was Sony just leaning in on, on what they want to do versus trying to hit the pause button, which a lot of other publishers and developers seem to be doing. Yeah, and it's one of those where it's like, you know, you got to put up or shut up. I know, honestly, uh, obviously, they, they do want to wait until 2025 or they want to get them by 2025. But we haven't heard anything, especially from any of these studios that they've acquired or any of these titles that they're working on, live service games. Um, so we do want to see something soon. I know uh, E3 or the summer, Summer's Game Fest, that whole um, summer announcement vibe is coming up so we definitely hope that that they do show off something um because the last we we do have a lot of good titles i think coming out during the year but it's always the anticipation of future titles where you can get a little taste of them that kind of drives the push and the hype and all that stuff so hopefully they they start announcing like what they're actually working on instead of just saying the future yeah i mean i've i've 
consistently been saying that over the last like six to 12 months, really with both PlayStation and, well, actually all, all three, right? So PlayStation, yeah. Xbox, Nintendo, I feel like they have so much studio capacity that they own and operate, and we just don't know a ton around their roadmap over the next few years. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, we have to learn something, you know, we, we're kind of like, they're running out of titles, right? So yeah. I feel like it like, has to be this summer when we start learning a lot around, you know, big new, big new games coming out in the next year or two. Yeah, it is kind of weird that, I mean, I, you, you could see it's probably maybe from the lawsuits or stuff like that, and then just not revealing a lot of stuff during that time, but that it's taking so long for things that they've kind of announced uh, before they, they get officially released. Um, but hopefully we'll, we'll hear more about it soon. Yeah, also, yeah, as you, because you mentioned it, also kind of ballsy for Sony to be like, I know we're going through this like antitrust thing and with Microsoft acquiring Activision, but... We're just going to continue yes. acquiring shit. <laughs> Doesn't mean we can't spend yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next game we want to talk about is Honkai Star Rail. Hopefully I said that right. Honkai? Yeah. I'm going to say Honkai. Could be Honkai. You're saying Honkai? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I like Honkai. Honkai? Like Honk Honk? Honk? Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, what's a good abbreviated name for this game? And I was thinking like Honk. Yeah, there you go. It's called Honk. Yeah. So for those unfamiliar, Honkai Star Rail is basically the next uh, from the creators of Genshin Impact. So it's basically Genshin Impact, but in space. Um, that is releasing on April 26th. There will be a, a show on April 25th to kind of showcase the game. Uh, I know it's been out or not out, but just like they've showcased it before. I believe there was a beta for a little bit. Yeah, they've had some some previews for it. As well, but it's a lot of excitement. Obviously, Genshin Impact, very super popular game. So they're kind of doing the same thing, just in a different uh, genre, sci-fi genre, space genre. Um, And I can totally see this doing super gangbusters. Though... I still will probably not play this. <laughs> uh, I was not like a big engine impact. I think it was more the aspect of like kind of grinding everything out that I didn't want to step into because obviously then I would become addicted and that would not be good oh, for me. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, but that's exactly yeah. what you do. Yeah. So I, so wanna, I thought it would be a perfect match for you. Yeah. I saved myself before I became addicted and did not play this. Um, I am looking to, what's the Sunlit Zone Zero? I think that's right. I Tri- triple Z. Triple Z, uh, which is their other game, uh, which kind of looks like more right up my alley. I think if I do want to um, dive into any of these, what, what's their, uh, what's the, the publisher? Hoyoverse. Oh, uh, yeah. If I want to do any sort of Hoyoverse type games, I think it's going to be that one. So I'll wait out for that one. But this look does look pretty good. Um, the mechanics of, of basically Genshin just in space. A lot of characters that you and can play turn, with. And turn-based. And turn-based, So it's like yeah. turn-based JRPG yeah. combat, which... Give, it, it gave me a lot of, honestly, uh, Fantasy Star Online vibes in, in terms of the aesthetic, the way it looks and all that yeah. stuff. Um, and I can, you know, say without kind of any reservation because I've seen the product and I know their previous product. This is probably going to sell a lot and a lot of people will be playing it. I know you've been looking forward to this and it's probably the game you will be playing uh, this week. Uh, you excited? Have you? Oh, yeah. Have I'm, you? I'm pre-registered. Oh, shit. Uh, so I'll be, I'll be checking that out. I think that and the Street Fighter Six demo on PC come out on the same day. So I'll have to figure out how to navigate that situation. Yeah, but I was going to say, did, are you on like a Genshin Impact sabbatical right now? Like slow down? What, what's going on? Yeah, well, I have been, but not 
not intentionally because of this new game coming out. I just, just no, no content. Yeah. Well, no, I think, I think there's a ton of content. I just, the way that I've played Genshin over the years is I just kind of like go in hard for like two weeks <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. So I just happen to be like, not, not really playing it that much right now. Um, I imagine I'll do the same thing with, with honk. Well, you're going to, you're going to have to choose one, I think. Right. I don't know. I feel like they do these things to make them like they want they want people playing all their games. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. But like, can you? I, I mean, I think Genshin very addictive. This looks like it's going to be very addictive. Also, it looks like it's going to have a lot of content. So you're you're just going to be burning content. Yeah. Well, I think what I'm interested in is the turn based combat and how fun and engaging it is and. Uh, because I think, I think this would be like the first giant free to play turn-based combat game list that I'm aware of. Um, so part of me wonders like whether this actually like almost limits the audience because it's not like more of the action type type combat. So, um, but I, you know, I, I, I like turn-based combat games. So like, I'm actually looking forward to it because of that, but I do wonder again, whether other people will be like turned off by that. Yeah. If it'll be, uh popular enough to, to attract a good amount of people it, it it'll still have its uh, its community i think oh yeah, yeah um next thing we want to talk about is nintendo indie world uh we're not going to go over every game we're just well we'll give our thoughts on it um obviously nintendo is still pushing a lot of indie games especially because the switch is such a easy device to get them on and play them on and um it, it's it was one of the big things when they officially released the, the switch where that was like their main uh products that they were selling a lot of indies and they just did a uh nintendo direct just focusing on 20 minutes of indies a lot of stuff in there looked pretty good it looked pretty fun um i'm not gonna say i'm gonna play it just because <laughs> well, laugh, well, no, just, just keep going sorry no, I'll be, yeah you gotta, you gotta let me finish uh obviously i don't play my switch as much anymore um i do still have a lot a big big back catalog of indie games that i downloaded and never really finished Crosscode, I didn't finish. Dead Cells, I didn't finish. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot. So, like, before I go and purchase these new ones, I would rather uh, finish those old ones. But, you know, if you have a Switch, if you're interested, it's one of those things that I would definitely check out. We'll put a link on the uh, show description, uh, show notes, just so you can, guys can, can see the full videos. I, I saw a lot of them look interesting. I'm a big cat guy, you know, as you guys know. Um, and there was a couple of cat games. There was one with a quilt. Cat quilt, cats and quilts, I think it's called. Um, and there was one where you kind of play as a cat, like not 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 as uh, graphically accurate as Stray, but you know. So we'll check those out. The Call of the Lamb DLC that looked pretty good too. And obviously, with all these indies, they have different aesthetics, so I think that's pretty good. Um, maybe down the road, I'll download one and and uh, and then just kind of talk about it here and, and give my thoughts on it. Uh, any indies that why why wouldn't you just get it on PC? Because it's the Switch, man. The Steam Deck, you got a Steam Deck. Yeah, but you know, I gotta have my Switch for something. Breath of the Wild or Tears of the yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, I was gonna sorry. say Breath of the Wild. I already played that. Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know. I just want to support the Switch, man. Uh, I know you still have your anti-Switch agenda, but I don't. <laughs> 
I'm just I'm ready for the next the next platform or system from Nintendo. That that's all. Oh well, they're making so much money on Mario, uh, the the Super Mario Brothers movie, and they're gonna make so maybe, much money. Maybe they're done with games now. Yeah, Tears mm-hmm. of the Kingdom. They're not gonna make another Switch. I mean, they they will, but they don't need yeah. to. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But you know, you got to support the games. Um, the next thing we want to talk about is Immortals of Avium. It's a new single player first-person game. Uh, it is developed by Ascendant Studios, and it's going to be released under the EA Originals uh, brand, which, if you're familiar, uh, Wild Hearts, which was uh, also published by EA, was actually made by one of uh, Koei Tecmo. Koei Tecmo? Yeah. yeah. One of their studios. So EA is out here. I know they, they have a lot of franchises, but they, they are, do like to publish under the EA Originals these exclusive titles. Um, we'll put a trailer inside the show notes. But basically, it's a first-person magic game. Um, you're able to control these different powers. The story trailer looked kind of weird. You know, you're, you're a magic guy. So Elder Scrolls? Yeah. You're... you're the chosen one of magic or something but i i did like the the first person aspect of it um reminded me a little bit of bioshock reminded me a little bit obviously of um uh the arcane games like uh dishonored and stuff like that but just with, with heavy magic reliance um and just doing different moves with, with magic and stuff like that uh they're saying that the campaign is going to be about 25 to 30 hours so that you know, for a first-person shooter, that does sound kind of good. But the main thing I take from this is just EA is uh, not known for their single-player stuff and also that big controversial uh, statements of a while back where they were like, we don't care about single-player games. They don't sell or whatever. Um, but they, they have been taking chances. They have been um, publishing these games from these EA original titles and other studios and just pushing the single-player agenda. We have... Uh, Jedi uh, Survivor coming out next week. So they're really, you know, you can see that they're pushing the single-player agenda. Now they're more for it. Uh, the, data, the data does show that people like single-player games. I like single-player games when I'm bored of my multiplayer games. So um, have you gotten a chance to, to look at this? No? No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. But seriously, check it out. Uh, I'll, I'll show Nick what it looks like. But it, it's it's just something different. Definitely, if if you've been itching for maybe a new IP or something like that, I would definitely check it out. Uh, or just wait till it's on Game Pass or discounted or heavily discounted. Definitely or, waiting for it to be on Game Pass. Or EA Pass. If it, the the EA Pass that's uh, bundled along with, with Game Pass yeah. might be available. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining they would do a similar release strategy as Wild Hearts. Yeah, so. yeah. All right, um, and then the last thing we want to talk about, Dead Island 2. So Dead Island got released after such heavy delays, but it actually got good reviews. <laughs> Usually with these titles that get delayed for so long and you don't see a lot of stuff about it, they turn out to be crap. This game, obviously, you know, nobody had it on their Game of the Year contender or anything like that. There weren't high expectations. Uh, I think it was just more of the fun aspect of being on an island, doing the the chopping and d- different things of zombies and all that stuff very similar to dying light which also uh got released i believe last year uh dying light 2 so very kind of similar games um just open world fun do whatever you want to do traverse uh, very traversal heavy um, but it got good reviews everybody that i've talked to uh, on discord has been enjoying the game itself um to a very heavy surprise it's one of those where, like, down the road, I can see myself playing it just because 
I had I did have a lot of fun with the first one, just going around multiplayer aspect of it with your friends and and doing uh, open world stuff together is pretty fun. Uh, any thoughts on Dying Light? I mean, Dead Island. Dead Island too. It's you know I, I think um, so. It also was on my radar. I don't think we've ever ever talked about the game on the podcast. Maybe mentioned it once as yeah. like a as like a game that's coming out. So it certainly wasn't on my radar. Uh, a lot of people have been pleasantly surprised by it. Um, so I think it was a similar situation where it wasn't on their radar. They ended up playing it and, and really having a good time with it. So I think it's a case of people just had pretty low expectations. And then the game came in being pretty good. You know, yeah. it's not like, I don't think it's like game of the year, but I think it's getting like sevens and eights and uh which an enjoyable for, experience yeah which for me it's like i'm i'm happy to play you know those games if they're fun so so i think based on a lot of the positive reviews and impressions that have been coming through it's it's now on my radar and i think i have it as a i don't know exactly when i'm gonna get it but because it's a multiplayer game and it's just kind of like a fun just like run around and beat up zombies type game like i think that's definitely a good like game night game night candidate for sure so i just got to figure out when and how i acquire it yeah and who else is going to acquire it too yeah yeah like who's who's going to pull the trigger and kind of get get in on that island but that is kind of good like like we said before uh the big one that we were waiting for redfall obviously but with all the previews that it's gotten and the whole uh 30 fps thing and all that stuff it, it has kind of soured us on on that so that island could be a, a way out it yeah i think be. there was a switcheroo here where i think a lot of people had higher expectations for redfall low expectations for dead island too and yeah there might be a bit of a role, role reversal yeah all right so we'll see about that all right so that does it for all the news that we want to talk about it was a very slow week but you know we're here to cover uh what we find interesting so we're going to move on into some closing thoughts uh video game wise for me i haven't really been playing a lot this week just it's kind of a, a lull state, uh, just kind of waiting for the next big title. Uh, Jedi Survivor's coming out on the 24th, and I think that's going to be my uh, main next title that, that I'm kind of waiting on. So I've just been playing some Fortnite, grinding some levels. Uh, they have the Attack on Titan skin, so I saw that. Know, get, getting, getting dumb challenges mm-hmm. so I could get some Aaron uh, uh, skins. And obviously still playing Destiny, doing the weekly stuff, and uh, a little bit more of Sackboy. A nice little platform. Sackboy? Yeah, a little, nice little platformer. It's free on PlayStation Plus, yeah. Yeah, I was bored. <laughs> so that's a, that's as far as I, I've been on, on gaming. Um, I have been watching a lot of TV and uh, movies. Uh, one show that just restarted back up is uh, Gundam, which from Mercury. Um, last time from what I was saying on, on my little mid-season review, uh, that it was more of like a, a school of Gundam battles where there was really no violence and horror and it was just mock battles where the last episode of the uh, of the first half of the season kind of went super hardcore and there was a lot of killing in that one um i think the new season so far with the three episodes in it definitely has stepped up the violence there's been a lot more murdering uh so that's pretty i'm not gonna say it's pretty cool but it it, <laughs> it has uh picked now up, i'm interested yeah, yeah. it has picked up the tone uh, uh of regular gundam shows where it's just kids uh, suffering this these tragedy ah, tragedies yeah these kids suffering these tragedies and and doing these crazy things in 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 the wars um so 
check it out if you haven't. Um, I'll do my full end of the season review when the season's over, but definitely enjoying the heck out of it. I also watched two movies, Quantumania and Creed 3. Uh, not because of Jonathan Majors, you know, whatever those allegations are, that had nothing to do with why I watched them. Uh, Quantumanium, I was able to watch it because it got released uh, online. So um, it just kind of reinforces my idea of Marvel fatigue. I'm over all these Marvel movies, man. It's uh, it's just, you watch these movies, but just so you could, in anticipation of the big team up that's going to come down the road kind of thing, or whatever the teasers are. But we don't even know what that, yeah, what we don't, that is. We don't know what that is. And it yeah, like If you're a comic book nerd, maybe you know more like what, what to expect yeah. out of Secret Wars. But It's just, I, I think they probably, my opinion now, especially uh, uh, in hindsight, after Endgame, I think they should have just kind of done away with trying to connect everything and just do standalone um, because it's just like, I don't, I have no interest in seeing any Marvel movies. Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out next month. Um, and whatever's coming out, I don't even know the, the slate for, for the schedule the and all that stuff. The Marvels? I yeah, that's the other I'm one. not interested in that either. Yeah. So it's a Marvel fatigue has definitely hit me. I know it's hit a lot of people. It's just very bland movies now these days. There's no interest to kind of see them. The characters themselves, there's, you know, they. Yeah. I can't say too much. I can't say anymore because it's just, it's not bad. <laughs> but the other one I watched was uh, Creed 3, uh, just because uh, I, I've been hearing a lot about it and I've watched the first two, but I was able to f uh, finally see Creed 3. Uh, I'm a big anime fan, and I know uh, Michael B. Jordan is also a big anime fan. He directed this one. He took a lot of influences from animes, uh, the main one being Hajime no Ippo, which if you're unfamiliar, it's a boxing one. Uh, the manga has over 1,300 chapters, I believe. That They did... Uh, Two or three animes consisting of like 40 episodes and 26 episodes and such, such on. But it takes a lot of inspiration for a couple of the fights off of that, which I find really cool. Um, because Hajime no Ippo is one of those rare sports uh, mangas or animes that I feel like they do have like the special moves. But it's just like boxing moves, like uh, a southpaw and an uppercut and all that stuff. It just, just mangified. Um, but uh, shout out to him. You know, anime uh, was never really mainstream, and I know he's he's said a lot of stuff before where people used to clown him uh, because he watched anime or because he liked anime. But now the anime is more mainstream. It's it's good to see that it's able to be uh, brought up in in such a blockbuster movie. So check it out if you haven't. Definitely some good uh, fight scenes. Uh, and that's it for me on my closing thoughts. What about you? So you didn't finish Mando? No, no, no. Okay. I didn't even watch. I'm gonna oh, watch you haven't it. even started it. No, no, yeah, because I, I started watching. Uh, I was watching other stuff. You could talk about okay, it. Okay. No, uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just mention that I. I got spoiled on the internet, by the way. On, yeah. Pretty much everything. Yeah, like all the cool stuff that happens, yeah. which there's not like that much of, but like the few cool things that happened. Yeah, that that, that they just kept that, getting spoiled, which was annoying. That is the the drawback of just uh, waiting to binge everything. Especially if you're kind of online, you can. I feel like it's gotten worse. I feel like way. I've been pretty. I've been able to like successfully avoid major spoilers for things, but something's happening. I don't know. Maybe it's because Twitter, Twitter is left, sh yeah. shittier now, and I think it's basically either Twitter or YouTube. Like, there's been tons of channels that just like just show up on my recommendations of just like spoiler in the title of the video with like a screen grab. I'm just like. How is this getting... Thanks for ruining it. Yeah, yeah, So, like, I have to, like, mute all these channels and stuff, yeah. so... Um, 
but yeah, I don't. Maybe I'll, I'll just wait until you. No, no, watch you, could, it. you could give your thoughts. Yeah, so I I watched it. Um, pretty weak season overall. I think there was maybe like two or three episodes. And you were doing a, a weekly watch. No, I just kind of watched it and like whenever I had in some free time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just kind of watched it at like two or three episodes at a time, something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely. It was it was a bumpy ride. Like oh. there was there was like two or three episodes that I thought were like at the same level of quality as as prior prior seasons. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's not even I don't know if quality is even the right word. But like they were just like entertaining and yeah, something cool happens. Um, but I feel like they're just trying to figure out what they're doing with the show and well, they're trying to connect everything these days too, which is the other big thing. Uh, Ahsoka is coming out uh in the summer i believe um and they're trying to do other live action stuff and kind of uh wrap everything up with a big movie too uh where they wrap up yeah the what, are they, gonna, what like are they gonna do with like that like it's that, too much when i heard that i'm just like what does it even mean yeah like I, I don't know so i've been a pretty big mando fan i thought this season overall was like disappointing there was a few fun fun moments but like not much that gets me super excited about it, like a next season. Um, and like, who knows what that is even going to be. So I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this season, uh, like I said before, usually if the show is good enough and I'm putting it off until the season's over and I hear enough good things, then I immediately start watching it. Mm-hmm. And nothing that I heard from Mando this season kind of drove me to be like, oh, I must watch it now yeah. type of thing. So I do feel bad for that. Uh, and I kind of feel bad for recommending you to watch Andor because I, I feel like once you do watch Andor, you'll be like every other Star Wars show is shit. And I should only well, you said Andor. that you said that before, and I think a lot of people said that before yeah, but, I watched like the new season or the current season of Mando. You're, you're like, oh yeah, that show's garbage compared to Andor, and you're not yeah. gonna like. So yeah, but uh, now now I feel bad because then you'll be like, you had the the good stuff and. That's fine. And that's I gotta fine. wait until twenty twenty four. I gotta wait until twenty twenty four. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'll check out Andor. I think yeah. it's. It's, it's coming up. It's coming it's up. Yeah. Well, you've been talking about that for months. It's coming so. up. <laughs> what, what, um, what else? Yeah. So that was that was really it on the TV front. On games, maybe similar to you, where it was actually pretty light. I just dabbled a little bit in Fortnite. <clears throat> what I spent most of my time on is actually on the on the YouTube. You'll see. A glimpse of the new the yeah, new they, setup. So watching this, yeah. So that actually took several days of relocating my gaming setup and just kind of shuffling around a lot of things in the apartment. So, so that's what I've been up to. So it wasn't it wasn't fun, um, but it's it's basically done. I just got to do some cable management and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it, looks, I think you did a really good job for just doing it in a couple of days. Yeah, so. it looks pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we'll definitely jazz up the the YouTube camera, like background and all that stuff. Yeah. But for everything else, it actually looks. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm pretty happy with yeah. it. Yeah, the main thing was being able to set everything up and you know do our usual recording and then uh, release that and then obviously tweak it up as the weeks go along uh, yeah. to perfection because we yeah. are nothing if not perfectionists. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think like it was honestly like 10 p.m. yesterday where I actually had a functioning gaming setup after uh, several days. So I think this week is going to be a big week, right? So big, big week for games. 
Yeah. So Street Fighter, I think I mentioned this already, but yeah, Street Fighter Six and Honk. And Honk Star Rail. And then Jedi. Maybe, for me. maybe, yeah. So I think um if if I end up not really enjoying Star Rail, maybe I check yeah. out Survivor, yeah. Gonna, That's kind of how I'm going to play the week. Going to need some hard drive space for that. And I know you're always low. Oh, shit. Yeah, 155 gigs yeah. to be exact. <laughs> so, yeah, be wary That's of That's going to be tough, man. Be wary of that, whoever's looking to download this. Can you even, I think I saw something about, like, if you buy a physical version. You still got to download it. <laughs> yeah. Like it kinda, like, what's the point of digital? Defeats the purpose. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. What's the point of, of Which of I think, I, I always think there was, you know, there's always some version of you have a physical copy and there was... They're just download, downloading yeah. some ah, files. A small but, amount. Yeah, yeah, ah, but ah, I think this is going to be a big ah, thing. Rico. We, you got to add something there, Rico? Yeah. He, he is not happy with those uh, file sizes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> He's, he must be a cloud gamer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, that does it. Pretty short episode, huh? but, you know, we'll, we'll, we like to, to say what it is. Yeah. Wow, that sounded horrible. All right. That's how you know it was a s- slow episode. <laughs> no, but uh, I think thanks. the big learning for me is like this couch is wildly uncomfortable to sit on for yeah. extended periods. You know, we tried to go for a little late night vibe. Maybe it didn't work. We'll we'll, we'll probably yeah, go back I'm, to our I chairs. I need to go to a chiropractor after yeah, this. We'll probably go back to our chairs. We're still tweaking it. So <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, keep up and give us any suggestions. But uh, thanks again. Make sure you guys are following us on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram whatever your social media of preferences and make sure you guys are going to our website pressingbuns.gg to support us appreciate the support keep it coming and we'll see you on the next episode i'm hugo bye i'm nick later thanks for joining us on the pressing buttons podcast the show is produced and edited by nick and myself our awesome music is composed by Layla, and our show is done by dpass design Don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. See you on the next episode.